Hey guys, it is me, Ice Robots, and we're back with another super exciting, super fun episode of World Famous. This time out, we're gonna open a toy. We're gonna talk about all the movies I saw this past year. It's gonna be a great time, but until we get to that greatness, Grandma, so Grandpa, hit that beat. Okay, Ice Robot, let's get this party started right. Let's get this party started quickly. This is world's famous with IC robot. All right, this is me, IC Robots, and I am back in the uh, in the world of the living. My surgical uh, tribunals have uh, they have well, they've ended for now. I'm honestly, I gotta, I gotta say that uh, I'm gonna have to go back in for some more stuff in a uh, in a few months. So the um the show might you know be taking another brief hiatus, but don't. Don't worry. Don't don't feel like maybe your guy Icy Robots is quitting because I'm not quitting because I think this is fun. I enjoy doing this and it's it's you know like a nice uh a nice way for me to get my creative vibes going, a way for me to vent, a way for me to keep connected to you guys. So don't don't think that I'm quitting. It's like honestly, this is like the first medical anything I've had since I started doing this like 7 8 years ago. So this is a rare occurrence. Normally I am uh I'm ship shape, but this this is uh this is a little taxing, but at any rate, let's not let's not talk about that. There's lots uh lots of fun stuff going on. We went through Christmas. Christmas is good. I know that by, by the time you um by the time that you uh hear this, Christmas is gonna be long in the past. But I haven't I haven't had the chance to to talk about any any of that sort of stuff. But uh before before we get too far into it, I gotta send a shout out, big shout out to Derek, man. He he really came through and he guest hosted that episode, and I thought it came out great. If you if you enjoyed that, you can find more Derek over at Patreon, supportthereport.com. He has his own show. It's called The Derek Show. It's really, really great. That guy, that guy's good, man. I saw him, I saw him over at the Ben's gym the other day, and we were hanging and clanging together, having a good old time. Me, him, me, him, and Tomek. Tomek gave me some, uh, pointers. I, I hadn't been to the gym in about three or four weeks, which was, which was wild. I, um, messed my knee up when I got there. I, I did some, uh... I did some squats. We were we were doing squats. We were doing deadlifts, and my my knee is so jacked up right now. And it's also raining. It's raining like crazy here. And I know I know my guy my guy Mark the writer is uh sending a mental message for me to take a mitol. Go take a mitol. And I will. I will take one. It will it will help. But right now, right now the uh the old age and the weather. It's catching up to me. It's raining. It's been raining. Been raining here for weeks, which I I will admit I do honestly enjoy. I I kind of have like this California vibe going on, where in which if the if the weather is nice, I feel like I got to go outside and enjoy it, and it's always nice. So I'm always having to stay busy outside, enjoying the world, which is which is good. It's healthy. It's good for me. But at the same time, there are there are periods in which I would like to uh hide inside the house and watch movies and stuff and the the rain is a good excuse to to do that and I I have been doing that but um I am also I'm also getting bored of that I was laid up for like I've been laid up for like a month straight honestly just like laid up for a month straight watching TV it gets boring it gets whacked as there's a lot of good stuff out there honestly there is but at the same time it's like I I don't know I I get bored of that fairly quickly which is which is interesting because I, I do love movies, but the, the thing I like about movies is I like going to the movie theater. I enjoy going to the theater. I enjoy getting popcorn. I like the big screen. I like 
I like to get out of the house and go have some fun, and watching a movie at home is cool. Don't get me wrong. I do like to watch a good old VHS tape, a Laserdisc, a DVD, any of these uh, formats, the popular digital formats of today as well. I, I do enjoy watching those in the comfort of my home, but... There's a lot to be said for going to the movies, and I think I think one of the most important things to be said about going to the movies is that when you're there, you're locked down. You're locked in. They're not going to pause the movie for you. You can't go and, like, fast-forward through the parts you think are boring. The urge to leave is lessened because you had to pay to get in. I... I started a movie at home, like, all the time, and I, I get, like, this urge as soon as it starts, and I'm like, eh, I just want to turn this off, because I, I feel like I should be doing something else, but, like, if you paid to go to the movies, you bought your corn, you're gonna, you're gonna sit through a lot of things that you might not in the first place. This is, this is like a sideways rant, but it's all gonna, it's all gonna lead into the main event, where, in which we are gonna do the famous Icy Robots radio movie list. I got it. I got it right here. I keep a handwritten list of all the movies I have seen in each particular year. I know some of you guys use Letterbox, and I've Letterboxed. Shout out to Teen Wundle. And I, I've started using Letterbox as well to a degree, but I only... On that, I only keep track of new movies I've seen. If I watch, like, an old flick on on, uh, on Showtime, I don't necessarily, like, write it on the list. This is... This is only new movies, and forgive... Forgive the crumpleness, but I got I got the list here. I, I hadn't taken it down. I keep it pinned on this board, and I had yet to take it. It's been it's been a long movie year, honestly. I saw a lot of things that I enjoyed. I did definitely definitely get down with uh with that. But uh, guys, I missed you. I hope you missed me too. I hope you did because not doing this kind of left like a void in my life. I I had this like. This creative void, I had a black hole in my heart that is now being filled. Shout out to everybody who stuck through us with, through, shout out to everyone who stuck through us through all this, but, uh, there may be more in the future, so stick with us through that as well. Let's move forward. I am, uh, I'm gonna open up a Motu that I got for Christmas. It's really, really gonna be cool. There is only one man who can strike fear in the hearts of the mutants. Only one man with the power to seize control of the Tri-Solar Galaxy. No matter what it takes. Only the most powerful man in the universe. E-Man. This is the Mo2 Minute with the man who sold Kaldor the acid that burnt off his face. I see robots. Hey, this is me, I see robots, and we are back. I had a... I had a Mo2 rich Christmas. Mo2 is, of course... Masters of the Universe, a.k.a. He-Man and Skeletor and all those, all those jabronis, those Eternian jabronis. I, I got some cool stuff, man, when it came to Motu stuff. Motu is in full effect over at the Target. Motu is in full effect over at the Walmart. Motu is in full effect over at the Target. Motu is in full effect over at the Target. Motu is in full effect over at the Walmart. I came up rich, dude. The guy that we're going to open up today is a guy that is known as Pighead. But I also got Mantana, and I got Space Sumo, and I got um, a Battle Cat, which is which is cool. We actually picked a Battle Cat up on, at the flea market, so that would technically go under flea market finds. But they, they had a flea market on Christmas morning, and we were just like, you know what, let's just go. So we, we went over there, and there were very few vendors and very few people, but we bumped into somebody who had a Battle Cat. So that 
that was included with my uh, Christmas loot. It's the the new Battle Cat. But uh, at any rate, the guy the guy that we have right here in front of my hand is the Wicked Enemy of Sun Man, a guy that goes by the name of uh, Pighead. Pighead and Sun Man and Space Sumo are all all characters in the Sun Man universe, a universe that has merged with the uh, Motu universe, a move that I am wholeheartedly in favor of. I think that it's great. I wish I wish that they would go out there and get the rights for the Galaxy Warriors, all the all the Sun Gold guys. I want to see all these He-Man knockoffs in the He-Man universe. The the He-Man knockoff universe is almost, if not more so, fun than the than the actual He-Man universe, in my opinion. There's just there are so many great galaxy fighters. Just all these great lines out there with all all kinds of cool guys that uh, deserve to get their due. But we've got Pighead here, and this is this is great. I feel like it's like it's like having a knockoff, like a knockoff in your hand, a knockoff produced by a big company, which is in fact what it really is. It's not just like that. But let's let's uh let's bust into this. In this wave, you got He-Man, another version of He-Man, Mantana, Skeletor, and Pighead. You're always gonna have your He-Man and your Skeletor. Kid has to be able to go to the store and get up on He-Man if they if they want to. They can't they can't only face a bunch of pig heads, which would which would be cool, but is not is not the overall move. We're gonna we're gonna remove him from the card. It has some some nice art here. Oh, you know, I'm a I'm a bit out of practice at this. I gotta admit, I have been away. But uh, let's let's find out what we can about Pighead before we actually open him up. Here we go. Pighead is Sun Man's arch enemy. He is a greenish yellow in color and has the head of a swine. He wields the mace of trickery and wears a blue helmet. He also has a shield and tusks. There, um, there isn't actually a lot of like background info on these Olmec characters. I think, I think a lot of it gets fleshed out in in the mini comics that come with the uh, with the figures. But let's let's bust into him here. The the card comes off very smoothly. We're gonna set that aside. There's some nice art on there. Maybe I'll turn it. Maybe I'll turn it into a bookmark. I've been reading a lot lately because I've been laid up, and it's nice, nice to have a good bookmark for your, uh, for your book. Are you guys, are you guys bookmarkers or are you page folders? I, I do both, honestly. It's, it's my book, you know. I can fold the page if I want, but if I have a bookmark available, I will go, I will go for that. How do we do that? Oh, we got the Arthur Fonzarelli brand switchblade, and we're gonna cut, we're gonna cut Pigman right out of the card. It's kind of. I might just yank him out here. Let's come on, Pigman. Break that. He has one around his feet. One around his. Are they only around his feet? No, around his bicep. He's a hulking guy, like all the these masters of the universe guys. They must spend a lot of time on the gym, or your basic Eternian physiology is different than our humanoid physiology, and you're just. You're just buffs from the jump, but um, let's let's take a peek. We got him off the card. He he's a great figure, man. Very well details. He has a blue helmet with some purple horns on top. He has two tusks on his left side and one tusk on the right side of his mouth. He has a bandolier that goes around his shoulders and around his waist that would come off. It has spikes. He comes with the mace of lies. What was it? The mace of the mace of trickery. And he, he can fit that in his hand. The 
The line of Sun Man characters. The basic idea was they the company was formed by a uh, by a by a mother who felt like there wasn't proper African American representation in the He Man line. So she wanted to go ahead and make her own line of characters. Came up with Sun Man, a bunch of villains, a bunch of a uh, bunch of guys like Space Sumo and stuff. More more uh, more balanced, you know, racially balanced line of figures. And one has to one has to wonder if Pighead. And his mace of trickery is somehow related to the, uh, the issues we have with the with the police here in the United States. Some people go as far as to call them pigs, which is which is fine with me. I'm going to be honest. If you feel as if you want to go ahead, you're not getting any love from the popo from here here at Icy Robots headquarters. But one has to wonder: Is Pighead a cop? I'm going to kind of think that he probably is, honestly. But uh, we know not. He has a mace of trickery. We know the police are are known for their tricks. Let's let's take a look. We have a mini comic here called The Horrors of Pighead on the art. You have Sunman, He-Man, Skeletor, and Pigman. It's a big big team up. Right here you got Sunman and He-Man shaking hands like in uh the famous uh Carl Weathers handshake. They're flexing those biceps. But let's let's take a look here. It looks like Pigman is defeated in the end, which is which is how one would have to expect it to go. He he can bend at the knees, the ankles, the waist, the elbows, the shoulders, the wrist, and the neck. He's a very well-detailed figure with a lot of articulation. I think you can get one of these for around, I believe they're $17.99 somewhere, $16.99, somewhere in that range. I would just say roughly $20 bucks with tax. I felt, I felt lucky to get this one. They, at one point, I believe, came out with a three-pack with Space Sumo. Sun Man and Pighead, and I, I wanted to get it, but I didn't want to get it because I already had Sun Man, and I didn't want two Sun Mans, and I kind of in the back of my head hoped that it would wind up on clearance. Sometimes these Motu 3-packs wind up in the clearance aisle. People don't want all three, but this one sold out really quick at my target, so I was bummed out that I didn't get I didn't get Pighead and Space Sumo, but guess what? They were here for me for Christmas, which, uh, which goes to show you that, uh, my family pays attention to things I said, because I actually talked about this set, and then guess what? It showed up, showed up under the tree. Very, very, very nice. He's a cool figure, man. I like the blue, pink, purple, lime green, uh, color scheme. It's, it's pretty eye-catching, I must admit. This is... This is going to be one of my favorite Motus. I'm not even kidding. I think these Sun Man ones are just, they're just so cool. Also, just because they're they're new characters in the universe. And it's just so fun to have a new guy. It's nice to buy these, like, more, more playable versions of toys you've had in the past. But it's also nice to get some new characters that are going to get to hang out with your dudes and have a good time. But, um, let's... Let's move forward. We're going to go right into uh, this week in Japanese League Baseball with our pal Derek. Derek, shout out to you for helping out. I can see him. I can see him in the booth. All right, Derek, take it away. Grandma's the grandpa kick that beat. No doubt, my main hit it. Charge it. Charge it. This week in Japanese League Baseball. This week we take a look at Nippon Ham Fighters left-handed relief pitcher Okino Tomoko. Tomoko was first in the league and earned run average with inherited base runners. He picked off an incredible 54 base runners with his famous pickoff move to first. 
During the maneuver Tomoko flicks the ball between his legs, while covering his groin area with his hat. The distraction works almost every time. The hat is a great tool of deception when used correctly. Tomoko Okino. We salute you and your devious pickoff maneuver. That was this week in Japanese League Baseball. Ici Robo Radio, the hottest team on the streets. Up next, the big movie list, 2022. Big shout out to Derek, alright, this is Miyazi Robots and we are back for more fun, more talk about stuff. We are going to take a, we're going to take a look at the big movie list of 2022. I think that, I think that the big movie list is the longest running tradition that we have here on good old uh, Icy Robots Radio. This this is basically the gist of the bit. I, I write down movies when I see them. I have a piece of paper and I write down when I saw them, where I saw them, the date, and then I give like a uh, like a mic rating, like a good old Source Magazine r- mic rating. And I, I look at this list at the end of the year and I reminisce about all the fun movies that I saw. This year, let's, uh, let's grab the list here. I... I had pulled it off earlier and set it aside. This year in the world of cinema, I only saw 60 brand new movies. I only count movies that came out in the calendar year of 2022. There, There is sometimes some like overlap in uh, January and December, but I try to keep it only like brand new, brand new movies. I myself, I thought it was a pretty good year for cinema. I've heard people lamenting that nothing good came out and that it was kind of whack, and I don't. I don't think that at all. I saw a lot of good stuff in between in between the Arty Farty Theater over on Summerfield, which is my most frequent haunt, or be it on the online. I I find good things come out just like, honestly, almost like every week. Almost every week we go to the movies, and I always have fun. I have a good time. I very seldom see anything that I that I think stinks. So uh, let's, let's just get started. The big movie list of 2022 begins with this. A movie called Clean that I saw on January... 28th. That's really, that's really late for me to have seen the first movie. It was almost the entire month of January until I saw a brand new movie, but we're still, we're still kind of like, we're still kind of on that tip of, uh, the pandemic really like messing up movie releases and stuff. And there, there's just not a lot of things coming out at the early point of the year. It wasn't, it wasn't up until the next month that I even saw another film. This movie Clean starred Adrian Brody. It was okay. I saw it on Voodoo on the on the online, it was kind of, kind of like a street thing about, like, robbery, and I don't know, man, I honestly, I honestly hardly remember, I only gave it 2.5 mics, I, I think that I did an episode of, uh, At The Movies over on Patreon on this, and then the next movie that I saw was Gold, this, this was another one, On The Voodoo, straight to the online, I saw it, uh, February 4th, I gave it three mics, this one starred, uh, Zac Efron, if I remember, honestly, my my recollections of this one are very very vague. Here is here's what I recall. He and another guy found a gold nugget out in the Australian desert and while they had to send somebody else out to get an excavator to pull to pull this mountainous uh gold nugget out, they they left Zac Efron behind and he like slowly went insane in the sun. The next movie I saw was uh, American Underdog. Again, another one that went straight to the online. This was about a uh, Kurt Warner, the football player. This was this was like a real uh, religious type movie. A lot about a lot about his faith. It was 
it was all right. I honestly, I enjoy a sports biopic. I gave this one three mics. We're going to have to move through these a little quicker. And then I saw Nightmare Alley. That was a Benicio Del Toro movie. I saw that on the 5th of February. That was that was on HBO Max. I gave that four mics. Had Kate Blanchett. Really good stuff. And then, then I saw the latest Jackass movie on the 7th. I saw this one in the theater, and I gave it five mics. This is an all-time five-mic classic. If you haven't seen it, it is phenomenal. I... I find that these Jackass movies, it's like, you see them the one time, and it's just, it's phenomenal. It's amazing. And each, each time you see it after that, it's like a little bit less amazing. But honestly, all that really counts is the, uh, the original time that you go. The first time you see it, and the first time I saw it, I fell out of my seat. I almost threw up. Then, then I saw Moonfall. This is a movie where the moon was going to crash into the earth. I saw that on the 14th. I thought it was fine. I've since... I've since seen it on HBO a couple times, and I do enjoy it, but I I made a note of a ZZZZZ, so I think that I might have fallen asleep during this movie. I gave it three, three mics, then I saw a movie called Soul Survivors. I don't even, I don't even remember what this is. This is, this is another on the online. I made a note that I saw it on Voodoo. Let's, uh... Let's see if I can find something about this really quick. Soul Survivor. There's a video game. I know not. I honestly don't even know what this is. Maybe, maybe I will come back to that. I gave it, I gave it two mics, so it wasn't, wasn't that great. Ted K, the next movie I saw. This was the biopic about, uh, Ted Kaczynski, the Unabomber starring Charlotte Copley. I actually, I actually liked this. I gave it three mics, and then I saw Uncharted. This was a video game movie that starred um, Marky Mark Wahlberg and uh, Spider-Man. I saw this with my uncle. We went over to the airport theater in Windsor and we saw this. I thought it was okay. It's three mics. Then I saw a movie called Kimmy. This was a Netflix, no, a Hulu? No, HBO. This was not HBO. Oh, this was the movie with, uh, with uh, what's her name, who is Catwoman in the, uh, the Rob Pattinson movie. Her name is Zoe Kravitz. She's... She's like some kind of computer hacker or something. I, I forget. Honestly, man, this is this is a lot of forgettable movies up until this point. But except for Jackass, obviously. But I I gave that one three mics. Death on the Nile. I saw that the theater gave that three mics. That is a, a mystery kind of thing. And then then the Batman, the Rob Pattinson Batman. I saw this January, February, March fifth. I gave it four point five mics. I really I really like this, and I've, I've seen it on HBO a couple times since then, and I've enjoyed it every time, quite honestly. I think it's a, think it's a really cool movie. Then I saw a movie called After Yang. This was a uh, an A24 that starred Colin Farrell. It's about a family that has a robot, and the robot dies. It was really, really, really good. I think that one's playing on Showtime now as we speak. I recommend that highly. Four mics. Then I saw a movie called The Outfit. This one stars uh, Mark Rylance, if I think. It's kind of like a gangster thing, three mics. I saw that over at Summerfield. Things are things are picking up. Oh, then I saw Morbius. It's Morbin time. I saw that January, April 3rd. I gave it three mics. I honestly did not think that it was that bad. I've heard people make fun of the Morb, but I thought it was, you know. I thought it was fine. Then I saw Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, the movie that really cleaned up at the Golden Globes the other day. I thought this one was dynamite. I thought it was great. At the time, I gave it 4.5 mics, but then over on At The Movies on the IC Robots Patreon, supportthereport.com, I bumped it up to 5 mics. Classic film. I love it. I love it. I love it. Then I saw X, another A24 horror movie. I gave it 3 mics. I thought it was okay. I haven't had the chance to see Pearl, the sequel to that, so I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I do... 
I do plan on taking that one in, but I have not as of yet. Then I saw Ambulance. I saw this with my uncle. Action movie stars uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. They steal an ambulance. Three mics. Then we went back over to Summerfield and we saw The Northman, the uh, the Robert Eggers movie about Vikings. Four mics. I thought that was a lot, a lot of fun. Then the next movie was Doctor Strange. I gave that 3.5. Then we saw Men. This was another A24 horror movie. This was one of the weirdest movies I've ever seen in my life. Very, very strange. I gave it 2.5 mics. Then we saw Top Gun. This one was playing at Summerfield. Summerfield, the arty farty theater, has started playing some mainstream movies in the mix every once in a while. And this was this was what really set it off. And it was really nice to go over there. The theater's a few miles from my house. It was really nice to get a good movie like that. I gave it four mics over at the arty farty theater. Maverick. Maverick. You know what happens to you if you go through with this. Maverick. I know what happens to everyone else if I don't. Maverick. Top Gun Maverick. Rated PG-13. Let's get to work. Merci, Robo Radio. The hottest team on the streets. Maverick. The uh, next movie that I saw, that first part, that was the first column of the list. The next movie that I saw on the list was Hustle. This was a basketball movie with uh, Adam Sandler. It was okay. I'm not necessarily sure that I um, that I finished it. Then we went over to Summerfield and saw Elvis. I thought this was pretty good, man. Very entertaining film. Give it three and a half mics. Then I saw a movie on Showtime called John and the Hole. This one, uh, this one is wild. It's about a it's about a crazy kid who drugs his parents and throws them at a hole in the backyard. Very, very good stuff. Uh, three and a half mics. Then we went over to Airport Theater in Windsor and we saw Black Phone. This was a scary movie with Ethan Hawke. I thought this was pretty fun. I gave it uh, three mics. Then we saw Beavis and Butthead. So Beavis and Butthead do the universe. This was on Paramount. Good. I liked it. Loved it. Thought it was pretty fun. It was honestly pretty good for a uh, animated like streaming film. I gave it three mics. Then we saw Thor. This was the latest Marvel movie at the time. And I, I got to admit, I didn't like that one very much. I thought it was fine. I thought it was cool. But I, I haven't had any any urge to um, revisit it when I really like Thor Ragnarok, the previous Thor movie. I thought this one, it was okay. It was definitely entertaining. Three mics. Then I saw a movie called Snakehead. This was on Netflix. I I went ahead and I looked this movie up and I don't know what this movie is. I'm not even sure that I really actually factually saw it. I might have just been trying to uh, pad the numbers. Up until now, up until now, it's like... Movies were okay, but they weren't really starting to come back in full force like they are now. We're still we're still kind of post-COVID at this point. It's only it's only January, February, March, April, May, June. It's only July at this point. Then then we saw Where the Crawdads Sing over at Summerfield. This is kind of kind of a ladies movie, but I I thought it was pretty good. I honestly did enjoy it. Then we saw Nope. This was one of the best movies that I saw last year. The latest Jordan Peele. I I've since seen this movie twice at home, and I think it's really great. I like Jordan Peele as much as anyone else. I I thought Us was okay. I thought the first one was really good. But if you ask me, this is the best of all the Jordan Peels. If you haven't seen that, go see it now. It's great. Then we saw Bullet Train. This one was over, over at Summerfield. This is the follow-up from the guy who directed Atomic Blonde, the fantastic action movie with Charlize Theron and Sofia Batella. Really good stuff. I thought this was fun. I didn't think it was as good as uh, Atomic Blonde. I gave it three mics. Then we saw the next week on um, the 15th, we saw Emily the Criminal. This was a pretty good movie. It has uh, Aubrey Plaza in it. She's running like, she's running these like credit card scams. Pretty, 
pretty good stuff. It has the guy who was Juice. Juice on uh, Sons of Anarchy. I gave that three and a half mics. Then we went over to Windsor. We went to Airport, and we saw the latest A24. It was a horror film called Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. I like this one a lot. I have since watched it twice at home. I, I thought this was really, really cool, man. Really, really good stuff. It's kind of like a whodunit where everybody turns on each other. Then a couple days after that, actually the next day, we saw Prey on Hulu. This was the, uh... This was the latest in the Predator movie, and it had, like, Native Americans. It was pretty cool. I did enjoy it. Three and a half mics. Then the next week, we went to uh, Summerfield and saw 3,000 Years of Longing. This was this was pretty good. It had Tilda Swinton and Idris Elba. It's like a genie movie. She gets a genie, and she gets wishes. It's like, it was honestly pretty fun. Very, very creative stuff. I enjoyed it quite a bit. Three and a half mics. Then the next week, we saw Honk If You Like Jesus. Over at Summerfield, this was this was a movie about a megachurch and the pastor. I thought it was okay. I think that it I think that it opened on Paramount at the same day, but we just you know we wanted to get out of the house. It's fun to go to the theater. It's fun to go eat popcorn, drink sodas, and sit there. It was all right. I gave it I gave it two mics. Then we saw Beast. I saw this one with my uncle. Not as many uncle movies this year as there were there were last year. He um he had a he had a bout with COVID and he he took a trip. Very. Very scary stuff. Uh, when, when somebody older gets COVID, it's very, very scary. But he came through very safely. We saw Beast. This also starred Idris Elba and uh, my guy Charlto Copley from uh, Ted K earlier earlier in the year. In this one, they, they fight a lion in the jungle. It, it was fine, honestly. I remember we had to sit too close. For whatever reason, we went there and the theater was sold out. And we had to sit a lot closer than I like to. And I, I kind of got a headache. Then we saw My Old School over at Summerfield. This one was really good. It's a documentary about about a uh, a school student who is excelling far above other people. I don't want to I don't want to blow any of this. It's really really good. If you get a chance to see it, I would recommend it three and a half mics. I don't I don't know where it's streaming right now. So if you uh if you get a chance, my old school, very good stuff. Then we saw Barbarian. This was uh, another horror movie. Man, there's there's some pretty decent horror movies out. I liked this one quite a bit. The wife loved it. Three and a half mics. Then we saw a movie called Breaking. This this starred uh, Finn from Star Wars. And he, he robs a bank because he's he's trying to get attention to the fact that like his VA benefits have run out. I thought this was, he was fine. Two mics. Then the next week we went back to Summerfield and saw See How They Run with the, uh, with the always charming Saoirse Ronan. This is kind of a whodunit, really fun, three and a half mics. Then we saw a movie called God's Country. This one, this one was pretty good. It stars Thandie Newton. It's kind of a, kind of a revenge thriller. I thought this was pretty good. Three and a half mics, if you get a chance to see that. Very violent, very grim, very fun. Then we saw a movie on Paramount called Honor Society with uh, the always charming Angori Rice. I thought this was pretty fun. It's a lot like, uh, it's a lot like that high school movie with, uh, what's her name? The, with Matthew Broderick with a election. It's a lot like election. Very fun. If you like election, go see this. Then we saw Don't Worry Darling with Florence Pugh. I honestly felt like this was my biggest disappointment of the year. We really wanted to go see it and I did not think it was good at all. Two and a half mics. Then the next week, we went back to Summerfield, and we saw a movie called Moon Age Daydream. I thought this was... I thought this was going to be a documentary about the life of um, David Bowie, who I who I do like and I don't know a ton about, but it was it was like this super stoned-out, like, uh, video collage of, like, weird David Bowie stuff. Very strange. Might be fun to play around the house, like, have on in the background. Moon Age Daydream, three mics. Then we saw Amsterdam. 
This one, uh, I, I was really looking forward to this. It had Margot Robbie. It had all kinds of fun people in it, but it just, I don't feel like it played out very well. It was kind of, it was kind of like a pandemic movie, it felt like. Like, it was filmed during the pandemic because not a lot of the actors are together at the same time, and they're, they're going like these, I don't know, just didn't really like it. Three mics, and we saw Clerks 3. I... I do like Kevin Smith. I'm into the the Viewisk universe, and this one this one tied up the whole Dante story, and it was it was very sad at the end, very heartfelt uh, love story to these characters. Three mics. We saw Black Adam. I gave that three mics. I think we went to Windsor. That was that was honestly okay. I see a lot of people bagging on it like it stunk or anything. It definitely didn't stink. It was it was fun. You got to see Hawkman. You got to see Doctor Fate, which was really really great. It's worth it just for that. Then we saw a movie called Triangle of Sadness, which was which was about a yacht, like a luxury yacht that uh, gets um, gets capsized onto an island, and the the tables are turned between the rich and the poor. Really good stuff. It has, it has a scene of vomit and diarrhea that goes on for a very long time, so I can't I can't recommend this to everyone, but I did, I did enjoy it. Then we saw The Banshees of Inishirin with a uh, with Colin Farrell, and this one, this one was really great. This movie cleaned up at the Golden Globes the other week. I thought this one was fantastic. It's on HBO right now. Go see that. Then we checked out Wakanda Forever on the 13th of October. I thought this was good. I thought it started off really great, like really great. There was some, some cool scenes where the, uh, where the Atlanteans are, are going up onto a boat that, uh, they're, they're trying to take it over, and they're, like, doing, like, this siren song, and they're making people walk into the water. Lake Bell was there, and it was really good, but I don't feel like it came together as well as I would have thought, but I did. I did enjoy it. Then we saw a movie called Tickets to Paradise. What is this? I I don't know what it is. We saw it at Summerfield. Tickets to Paradise. I'm not sure. Let's, um... Oh, this is... This is the George Clooney movie with uh, Julia Roberts. The wife really wanted to see this. And, you know, it's like, it's fine. It's kind of a rom-com. I think I I think I might have fallen asleep. I wrote some Zs next to it. The week after that, we went to see The Fablemans, the Steven Spielberg movie. This movie is dynamite. Really, really good. Big screen stuff. The likes of which they don't make anymore. Highly recommended. Then we saw The Menu. Oh, this one was really good, too. Another horror movie. I really, really enjoyed this. It has Ray Fiennes. I think that you will like it, too. Then I saw Emancipation with Will Smith. It's a it's a movie about slavery. I I have, like, this weak spot for movies about slavery, like slave exploitation movies. I, I think slavery is, like, it's so deplorable. I mean, obviously. But it's, like, it's so deplorable to me that, that when I, when I want to see something, like, horrible, like, truly horrible in a movie, I... I go for things like this, but I, I didn't think this one was very good. It was more action movie than than anything. Two mics. Then we watched Pinocchio. This is on Netflix. This was Benicio Del Toro's Pinocchio. This movie was long, but what is in there is phenomenal. Really, really liked it. And then we saw Babylon. We saw this one actually past the, past the first of the year, but it still counts. This one was cool. It's really long, but there's... There's, like, very, very few wasted moments. It's about the uh, depravity of early Hollywood and the transition between silent movies and films with uh, sound. Really good stuff. Margot Robbie's in it. Brad Pitt's in it. Just, just awesome. Four mics. And then the final movie we saw of the year was Knives Out, The Glass Onion. We saw this one on Netflix. I thought it was cool, man. I, I didn't think it was as good 
as the first Knives Out movie, but I, I thought it was definitely, definitely fun. I did, I did enjoy it. So overall, we took in 60 movies, and I I feel like there were some good ones in there. There were definitely some good ones. Batman, everything everywhere all at once. Jackass was good. Beavs and Butthead was good. Nope was really great. There were there was a lot of things in here that I did enjoy. Babylon, uh, Banshees, Banshees of Inisherin. It was a good year. There was enough to see to make it like a good year, but I could tell like we're just starting to get rolling. You know, Hollywood is starting to get rolling again. It's been it's been off track for so long, and it's finally starting to get back. I I love going to the movies, my guys. That's like that's like my favorite thing. We go almost every Saturday to go see the latest film over at the Artie Farty Theater on Summerfield Road. And it's just, it's always fun for me. It's always fun to just go. They have they have like a little sitting area in the lobby and we'll go and we'll get a coffee and we'll, we'll look at like the little handouts they have about the movies or some of the local newspapers they have there. And then we take in our film and it's just, it's just, I don't know, man, if you guys... If you guys aren't back to going to the movies, I really I really feel like you have to. Because if people don't support the movies right now, we're going to wind up with only Netflix movies that we're going to forget about. Movies like movies like Hustle, movies like Snakehead, movies like, I don't know, other movies that I forgot about that I saw on Netflix. And we don't, we don't like that. We don't want that. I'm not a big fan of these Netflix movies. I need some big screen fun stuff. But uh, there you have it, guys. That was, that was the big movie list. 2022. We're going to be back with the next episode. We're going to do the top five of the year. There there are some good ones in there, man. It's going to be a hoot and a half. Uh, let's, let's move into one final segment before we get up out of here. Butterfly in the sky. I can go twice as high. Take a look. It's in a book. A Icy Robots. I've been laid out for a while, so I had I had plenty of time to read, and I was able to uh, I was able to get through a couple books that I that I thought were pretty cool. The first one, the first one is a book called King of Strong Style. It's the it's the story of uh, Shinsuke Nakamura. He's a wrestler, wrestled for New Japan. Now he wrestles here in the states. It's his it's his stories from the years of uh, 1980 to 2014. It's like it's like a series of interviews. They ask him about this and that. It's a uh, it's pretty cool, man. If you have any interest in, like, behind-the-scenes wrestling or, like, Japanese wrestling in general, this one is highly recommended. I picked it up on eBay. I think I only got, like, a $6.99 was, like, the, was like the total. Not not expensive at all, but I have I have seen listings that have it higher. But if you look around, you can find it pretty pretty inexpensively, I think, for the most part. They... They uh, offer enlightenment on a lot of a lot of issues. One thing I learned that uh, famed famed Japanese wrestler they reminisce over you, Antonio Inoki liked to um, he liked to lay hands on people. He would lay his hands on fools, and he felt like he felt like he could uh, like he could heal you. And one time, one time our guy Nakamura was grappling with uh, with Inoki at the uh, dojo in L.A. They're like they're like wrestling, you know, for real, like. 
doing some mission moves and stuff. And he said, first, first he caught Anoki in like a chokehold and he wouldn't, he wouldn't give up. And he's like, okay, so he decided to, uh, to let go. And then he caught him in an arm bar and he's like wrenching on Anoki's arm. Anoki is a very old man at this point. You gotta, you gotta remember that he's in his late sixties, seventies, right? So he's like, he's pulling on his arm and he's, He's like, I, I have no choice. I'm going to have to break this guy's arm if he doesn't give up. So he decides he decides to let go. And he, he looks around and he sees that, like, everybody's watching, watching him wrestle with the, with the great Antonio Inoki. And he's like, oh, I get it. He's like, this isn't going to be over until Inoki wins. So he kind of he kind of put his leg out and you let Inoki get him in a leg lock. And he tapped out everyone in the uh, in, in the area applauded, you know, Inoki beating this this much younger, gifted shoot fighter, Nakamura. But I, I thought that was cool. I'm thinking, if you're wrestling Inoki in the Inoki Dojo, you can't go over. You're not going to win. He has to win. Plus, he's super old. You're super young. Let the guy win, for gosh sakes. But that was that was a fun movie. A lot of interesting uh, behind-the-scenes of, like, the Japanese mixed martial arts scene at the time, which was which was really booming. This this one was pretty enjoyable. I didn't know what to expect. I just kind of picked it up because it was sort of at a low price. And Nakamura was like, he's an interesting character. So I, I, you know, I gave it a shot and it really, really paid off. The next book that I read is another wrestling bio. I picked this one up on eBay. I think it was, I think it was like $6.99 as well. Not, not very expensive. You can, you can find a lot of good used books on there if you, if you, if you poke around a bit. But this book is a book called Walking a Golden Mile. It's written by uh, William Regal. Steve Regal of wrestling fame. I just like wrestling bios a lot. I really, I really like to see what's going on behind the scenes. I like, I like stories of, uh, of the days of yore and wrestling. But, uh, our guy Steve Regal, he's a British wrestler who came up through the, the carnival circuit over there, over there in a jolly old. And I, I don't know a lot about the, um, about the English wrestling scene. It, it's been booming at points. They have, they have a strong history over there. Guys like Haystack, Rollerball, Rocco, uh, Johnny Saint, all these guys. They really they really do have a vaunted history. I just I don't know a ton about it. And Regal, Regal gets into that a lot. He talks about his coming up, his training. Let's let's see, what did I glean from this? Usually when you read a book, there's like a couple things, hopefully a couple things that you pull out that really really stick to you. In this one, there was a couple. He talked about he talked about being injured. He had some kind of an injury from wrestling and he, he recovered quickly and then he had another injury and he recovered quickly and people were like, how do you do it? How do you get back so, so fast? And he said, you know what I do? I do exactly what my doctor tells me to do. My doctor tells me to rest. I rest. I sit at home. I watch TV. I don't move. I rest. If he says, don't use my wrist, I don't use my wrist. I don't use it at all. I get ready. I get back in a good amount of time. And I was... I was reading this as I was laid up and I said, okay, I'm going to follow Regal's advice and I'm going to do exactly what they say. I'm just going to lay here. I'm going to look at books. I'm going to look at TV. I'm not going to try to strain myself. And guess what? I'm back on my feet. I'm fine. So follow that advice. If you're ever in a medical situation, if the doctor says rest, rest. If the doctor says don't get on your foot, don't get on your foot. Just play it safe. You'll get back quicker that way. Another another interesting tale that I, I found in, in, in the, like, current wrestling, our guy Steve Regal was the leader of this group called the uh, Blackpool Combat Club. They're, like, they're like a bunch of, like, rough-and-tumble, like, fighter guys. Or they're very serious, very, just, you know, no-frills fighter types. And he was he was the leader of this group. But that's, that's where he's from, Blackpool, England. This place 
sounds scary. It sounds dark. It sounds mean. In the book, I read about this place. And Blackpool is where he trained. This is where the circus was that he went to and learned how to wrestle. It was like a like a boardwalk type situation, like the Santa Cruz Beach Boardwalk. It was like a permanent entertainment establishment set up at all times, and people would people vacation there. And one of the one of the attractions they had was wrestling. And he went there and he trained wrestling. And these these guys to honor him began calling themselves the Blackpool Combat Club. And that always sounded really scary. But now when I hear it, I think it's more like. It's more like the Santa Cruz Beach Boardwalk Combat Club, which is also which is also incredibly cool, but in a in a different way. Walking a Golden Mile by Steve Regal. That one's pretty good. Very, very cool stuff. Before we end reading Rainbow, our guy Mark Alley, famed author, author Mark Alley, that's Mark with a C, M-A-R-C-A-L-L-I-E, has his new book, Stellar Warlords, is out in its entirety on Kindle. I recommend it highly. Go check it out. It's going to be coming out in a print form soon. I'm going to pick it up when it's in print. Really excited about that. It's a it's an interstellar tale. You guys you guys will like it. If you guys got a Kindle for Christmas, if it was something that uh, fell into your lap, go download it, man. You can get it. It's good. You really like it. So shout out to Mark Alley. You can find him at Mark Alley on uh, the tweets. That's M-A-R-C Alley with a uh, two L's and an I and an E. You can find him there, MarkAlley.com. He has, he has a good blog. I've been, I've been checking it out lately. There's a lot of... A lot of stuff on there. He has a lot of cool pictures of mask toys, you know, the Mobile Armored Strike Command. Really, really good stuff. I mean, honestly, was looking at it right before I uh, I started doing this, and it's good stuff. He's also part of a pod, the Unprofessional Outsiders Podcast. I talk about football, but like pop culture stuff too. You can find that. Big, big shout out to Mark, man. I looked at um, I looked at his book. I look at this book that he wrote. It's a uh, it's a nostalgia tale called a. Uh, I was geeky when geeky wasn't cool. There's another one, Don't Stop the Geekin'. And they, they have just like these, these, for me, they're like chicken soup for my sick soul. So I was laying there watching TV and I was just like skimming through these. My favorite was, I was a second grade pencil thief. I've read this story like a hundred times. I just, I think it's so great. So go get these Mark Alley books, dude. You're really, you're really going to like them. This is a, this is an unpaid plug. I just think that he's great. And I, I enjoy, I enjoy his work a ton. So I wanted to put that out there for you guys think we're going to get out of here. Next episode is going to be the top five movies of the year. That's always a fun one. Please, please, please consider sharing the show with somebody. I'd really, really like people to know what we're doing here. Just share it on your tweets. Share it on your Hive. You can find me over at Hive at Icy Robots. Share it on your Instagram. Share it all over. Oh, Twitter. I got my Twitter banned. I got my Twitter shut down. The at Icy Robots Twitter on the tweets is no more. You can now find me at Marvel Handbook. That was the Twitter that I used for the uh, audio handbook of the Marvel Universe, but now it's the main Twitter. I said something bad about SpaceX, and I posted a picture of uh, some phallic graffiti, and I got banned. But you know what? I knew when I did it, the, the I laughed. When I did it, I laughed up uproariously, and I knew that... Uh, I knew this one was going to be a zinger, but I did it anyway. So, you know what? You mess around, you find out, I found out. So, now it's at marvelhandbook.com. Go to Hive. Hive is better, dude. Hive Social, at IC Robots. You can find me there. Got a, a new Instagram. It's uh, at VHS Blanks. It's pictures of a uh, blank VHS cassettes. It's exactly what it sounds like. Go look at that. That's cool, too. Guys, I am up out of here. Supportthereport.com. If you don't like the news, go out there and make some of your own. All right, um, man, bring an organ. And you know I got to have that. Some people, some people, some people, some people, some people listen for history. Some people listen because they want a mystery. Some people.
people listen, then say we're whack. But if they miss the show, they get the heart attack. Now look at you, you're sitting there, biting your lip. The whole world sees you as a hypocrite. Live out the first law and make yourself preservation. If the show doesn't help you, change the station. If you don't want peace in the world, love, peace, and happiness in an endless world. If all you want to do is keep the whole world back, you're the one that's whack. Yo, Slick Blow. That's right, the LED. IC Robots Radio is a listener-supported endeavor. If you like what we do here and you look forward to new programming, consider helping us to bring fun stuff every week by heading over to supportthereport.com and tossing a few pounds into the hat. It's important to support things that you enjoy. Thanks and have a great week. Supportthereport.com Everybody love everybody. Right there up on the wall. I don't think so. Incredible strength. Oh, wow.